Welcome to another edition of Conversations with Creative Women. I'm Sandy Klein. Cristina Duarte Veronese's creative journey began in her native Brazil, but really took off when she moved to the Big Apple. Born in Rio, her first big job was designing shoes and handbags for a large Brazilian company. During her 11-year tenure, she spent a lot of time in New York representing the company's line of accessories and falling in love with the city. It was in the early 2000s when Christina began studying metals and learning all about the jewelry business. She began using silver, silk, and beads to make bracelets. One of her designs, American flag beaded bracelet, commemorating the 2001 World Trade Center terror attacks, did not go unnoticed. Upscale Bergdorf Goodmans began selling the jewelry in its Manhattan location, donating part of the money to victims of this disaster. Other stores, including Henry Bendel, began buying Christina's work as well. For the next several years, working out of her Brooklyn loft, Christina studied welding and other forms of metalwork. In 2009, she opened Studio Duarte in Manhattan's East Village, featuring her line of -of one-of-a-kind, geometrically designed earrings, necklaces, pins, rings, bracelets, and sterling silver, 14 and 18 karat solid gold. Let's meet and get to know this trend-setting, creative, accomplished woman. Christina, welcome, and thanks so much for joining me remotely today. Thank you for the opportunity, Sandy. Christina, let's go back to Rio and talk about what that was like growing up when you did, and where did those creativity juices, when did they start to flow? My family is very creative, and the I always was incentivated to do something that I really liked. And uh, I had a a passion for shoes. And I would like to do something with that, but I didn't know how to do. Then I I had this company that was open for for new people and uh, I was interviewed and I said, I think I can do the job. <laughs> Besides, I didn't study um, fashion design, but I always had um, something that I would like to do different than everybody else. I start to, to design my own clothing and then I was hired and I did learn a lot on this company. And uh, was developing my skills, and uh, I had a passion for for creativity and uh, how you get to a new design and, and uh, to be involved with all that uh, development. But you didn't have any special training. You didn't go to school. You didn't study art or design, <laughs> did you? I studied business in school, but it um, was not my passion. It was just, uh, I, I like business, the business business also, but I just could not keep going doing business, just business. Like my father, he was a businessman, but he was also a magician, a poetry, uh-huh. books. So I was like him, you know, doing the business, but the heart was going to the other side. Gotcha. That is the, I need to create something. And I was very impressed with sculptures. And 
that the metal one. Metal sculptures, uh-huh. Yeah, and the, I I was very, I used to stop and be thinking, how do they make this? How do they start to make this? And how do they get there? And the, I always liked the movements of the, the pieces. So when I had the opportunity to do some designing, I started to, I, I worked with this company and then when I moved it to New York, I said, I need to work with metal. So you you get a job with this Brazilian company that's a shoe and handbag company, and they send you back and forth to New York, where you had never been before, I'm guessing, right? Until you started. No, I was here before as a vacation. As a vacation. So yeah, you knew New York. I knew New York a little as a, a tourist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not being here a little longer to contact people and do my work, you know. Mm-hmm. So when you were still working for this handbag company, jewelry started to really pique your interest. Yeah, I would like to do something with metal. Uh-huh. I thought I was going to do sculptures, but was, uh, I need a very big space in New York and the it was complicated for me. So right. then I, I decided to go smaller and do some things with the jewelry because I could make small sculptures. Right. Oh, my so, view. So you left the company, you left your handbag and shoe company. And is that when you first started making the American flag beaded bracelets? No, I, I was not a, um, a shoes and handbag company was a big company with the, like a Banana Republic or something like gotcha. that. Mm-hmm. And the, I I did the part of the leather goods. I was designing that, that area. After that, one of the factories, I used to travel a lot to go to the factories with my designs and we developed that design with the, the maker. Right. And that was something that made me very, very much in love with the process to make something. Right, right. And uh, I I was cre- going with the, all those factories and the talking with those people, creating, the making, and that was growing on me because I really liked that it's... Um, um, something that I would like to do also. That you almost you had to do. You needed to do it. You you could yeah. not, not do it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was bigger true. than you. Yes. So the idea for the American flag beaded bracelet, was that in your head before the World Trade Center no. terror attack? No. no. So after that nightmare is when you began to make those bracelets. As I remember, I I sat on that day and I said, I need the American flag bracelet because uh, I was here and I was seeing that uh, devastating everything like around me. I remember I saw the World Trade Center go down. You did. You saw yeah, the actual attack. Yeah. Mm. And the, I, I, I was so touched from... The, everything was going on that I sat and I did the American bracelet. It was like a, putting my emotion. I was on my own. I, I was starting on my own here. Yeah. As awful as that 
nightmare was of this terror yeah. attack, like nothing we had ever seen before. It was also the start of a new career for you, wasn't it? Yes, I was doing um, just little things, but uh, that was, um, I was very much there for the American bracelet and the things started to happen and people asking me for that. And I said, so I have to go here. Besides, um, after that, I, because I was studying the metal work and the really in love with the metal work and the, I, I finished with the beading mm-hmm. and I did my first collection, I remember, was everything leather and the silver together because of my background, probably. Right. So where were you doing this? Was this all in your Brooklyn home that you were doing everything? Yeah, I had a loft where I had the area just for my work. Mm-hmm. And uh, after like two years later, I think I, I found a studio in Williamsburg and uh, I moved it to the studio so I could make a noise because then I started to use a hammer right, right. and all that thing that I could not do in my, at my loft. Of course. So you started your own business. Where, where was the seed money? How were you able to do all this? I, I found a, a place in, in, in Soho that it was a, a marketplace that you just need to pay for a week, for the weekends, to have a table and show your work. And uh, I decided to start doing that. I, I didn't have too much, but I started doing that. I also had some T-shirts. And uh, that's how I started to do, to do, to do my business. And uh, I, it was only a weekend. And during the week, I use it to, you know, do the production and do everything else that, and doing researches and studying the metal work a little deeper and it starts to grow. Do you do this all by yourself? Was there anybody working with you, helping you? No, I, I started all by myself. Yeah. So you must have been doing this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You had to earn a living, didn't you? Yeah, I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't changed, right? Yeah, After right. All these years. <laughs> but I guess that it was a natural act for you because the creativity just flowed from your body and from your mind, huh? Yeah. When you really love something that you It's bigger are doing, than you. It's bigger than you, right? It's bigger than you. And you wait, you don't see it like when I'm in the studio. I'm there working, work, work. When I look at the window, it's dark outside. Yeah. And then be like, oh my God, I have to go home. Right. I've been here all day long. All day long. And it's so enjoyable. And every day I'm in the studio that I have my hands on the metal. I think about something else I could do. How I'm going to do the process to, to get to that point. Uh-huh. And that is... That is what I like in my life. So when you moved into the jewelry business, were you able to tap into those contacts? No, no. Um, I was very small and the, those were big companies. Here. Right, right. 
that the factories in Brazil said me here, please go there because you know about the leather, you know how to design those pieces, you're going to be very helpful to us. And I had no idea me coming to New York to stay here. And they said, well, I'm going to try. It's exciting to be there, working. And I think I'm going to know more the the city, of course. And I got this idea that I would like to live in another country. It's going to be exciting. But those companies, they were too big for me when I started. I'm impressed by the fact that you weren't going to let anything stand in your way, that you you took your own life into your hands and you weren't going to let anybody stop you from doing what it was you needed to do. That's true. I always remember my father telling me, in life, you should do what you like. That is the most important thing. And uh, I think I grew up with that on me. And uh, I, I felt the freedom to be choosing what I would like to do. And I'm going to do what I would like to do, not what somebody else is telling me to do. Right. So you had a good support system in yes. terms of your father and your mother, too? Yes. Yes. My father and my mother. Yeah. So now you're creating this jewelry. You're producing the necklaces and the rings and the pins, how are you selling them? How are you getting the word out? As I said before, I started with the, those street fair. Right, after and the street the, fair. From there, um, I, it had a, a store that you opening on Soho also that you had different designs, like a show, right? But it was a permanent store. And the, I did that for... A few years until other people start to ask me, oh, can you make this for me? Can you make this for me for stores, right? Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, yes, so that's a way that I could grow my business. So then I start to share a small store in the East Village with someone that was making bags. Handbags? Yeah, I was making the jewelry. It was the opposite. That's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny, right? Uh-huh. And uh, we could talk very well about things because I know a little the leather and uh, she likes my jewelry and she would like to sell my jewelry. And then we got the store together. After a few months, she decided to have a baby and she could not do the business anymore. And so I kept the store for myself. And that's the store that you currently have on East 7th yes. Street in yes. the East Village. But yeah. I, I still don't understand something, okay? Okay. How, if it's just you making the jewelry. Oh, after when I got the store, I got somebody to help me in the studio. And it's okay, I was going to say. And I got somebody to help me in the store. So I don't need to be in the store seven days a week. I stay in the studio uh-huh. and uh, I go to the store. I was going to the store normally like two days a week. Mm-hmm. So I could have the contact with the client and hear from the client right. what they are looking for, what they think about my, my work. And that was a very good information for myself. That's like the feedback that you were getting yeah. the feedback yeah. you needed. But 
today, in your world today, do you have other people making your jewelry? Since the pandemic, it's a no. I'm doing everything myself. I have one person in the store on Sundays, and Monday and Tuesday, I'm closed in the store. So I can spend three days in my studio doing production. I've been to your store. Your work is incredible. And oh, thank you. It's just beautiful and it's different, unique. But there's a lot in there of the jewelry. Yeah. How long does it does it take you, for example, to create a piece? It's uh, everything depended on the, the design. Some I can make faster and some, no, I cannot. I, I just made a piece for someone, a custom piece. That it was a, a necklace with a stone hanging, and the, I spent three days making that necklace. So is it one of a kind? Have you only made one it? of a kind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every one of those pieces of jewelry is made by you and your assistant. Yes, just two of you doing this. Yeah, right now I don't have the assistant. I'm but I can't get over. But how- but because <laughs> before the pandemic. Also, I just finished, because I do shows on Columbus Circle and the holiday markets, so I have to have people there. So then I get another assistant to be in the studio doing the production before December. When comes December, I have the store and the Columbus Circle. It's a lot. So then I have two assistants in in the studio and I can't be in the store for a month or two right. doing production. When I have all the production done, I so then we do the show. And then right after the December in 2020, and it become the pandemic and this and that. So I normally keep doing shows during the year. Right, right. So I can't do right now. So I put all my merchandise, everything inside that store, from two locations to one, you know. Every piece that you design is unique, isn't it? It's all from Christina's head. Yeah. I heart. <laughs> that is, that's the good part of the work. You know, that's the excitement of my work because I always think about something new. And they get very excited and I'm like, oh, I can do like this or like that with this material or this kind of uh, wire. And now I got a, a new machine in the studio that I can make my own wire, the mm. thickness I like. Mm-hmm. You know, when we, I want to go back to the American flag beaded bracelet. When Bergdorf Goodmans came to you to say, we'd like to sell your bracelets in our store. Has that happened to you now with other big stores asking if just to have your work in there? No. Do you no. want that to I, I sold to some stores. I did the New York Now and the, I sold to a lot of stores there. The, the show, um, wholesale show. But it was, um, I should be a bigger company to be pro- doing the production to a lot of stores. So then I said, no, I, I can't do this anymore because I, I'm not that big to be 
doing all that production. And I didn't like to do all that production. But I had a, a store in Denmark that uh, this, this woman used to come to New York. And she sold my pieces for over 10 years in Denmark. It was not a big quantity, okay. but she, we had a very nice connection uh-huh. and about designs. And uh, until today, I get uh, order from clients from her store asking me to develop something for them. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So your work is seen more than in New York City, obviously. Yeah, I, I, I actually in the store uh, before pandemic because we get a lot of Europeans in the East Village. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, a very nice area to go to see small stores, what they are doing. You mean you get a lot of tourists? Yes. And the, mostly people are buying from me. It was like German, France, Denmark, all that, but in Italy. What about Brazilians, Christina? <laughs> <laughs> Brazilians, Brazilians I, I have a few clients also, but not too much. And the, uh, but at Columbus here on the holiday market, yes, when they are coming to the holidays, a lot of Brazilians, and they do like my work. Have you been back and forth a lot to Brazil in the time that you've lived here? Yes, um, normally, yes. Um, like every two years I go, and then I start to go once a year because uh, my mother is getting older and all that stuff, but it's um, to see the family also. Mm-hmm. Did you become an American citizen? Yeah, a long ah. time ago. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. I wasn't yes. sure if you had dual citizenship. Yes, I did. What is it that you haven't designed that you think you would like to do? I don't know. I don't know why I've been thinking about the pins that I just made a few hat pins. For hat the pins, uh-huh. Hat pins. Uh-huh. And I did the pins before, but now I have on my mind a whole collection of pins that I think is going to be great to wear something very plain and just have your pin. Yes, that people would see that. Yes, it would yeah, see that. Instead of a necklace or that, just a pin. Mm-hmm. And the, um, that is in production mm-hmm. <laughs> right as now. I'm, as we're having our conversation and I'm looking at you and I see that you have a lot of rings on your fingers and that you have uh, an, a beautiful necklace and earrings so you you're a great <laughs> you're a great advertisement for your jewelry Christina <laughs> I love the rings I can't leave the house without the rings and the, I normally go to swim in the morning so I have to take it off and put it back <laughs> again so if I forgot that and then I'm in the store look oh my god I don't have my rings I have to take some from the store put on my finger <laughs> because I can't be without well, I that's think okay. I got to use it to the weight on mm. the rings. Yes, your jewelry is so unique, and as I said in the introduction, and so one of a kind, so trendsetting. It's just such a natural act for you to create. Oh, thank you. I I like movement, and the the movement goes to a shape, and the, that shape I like that is. 
for me, has to be a little clean. So when it's clean and it has a movement, I think it looks very elegant. Yes, and the bracelet that I have that my sister-in-law bought for me for my birthday is very sexy in its simplicity. Yes, because it connects in a one-line movement. Yeah. And it goes up and down and connects in between. It's, it's, uh, I think that one is a very special one. It's, uh, you have a very good taste. I was just going to say, I have really good taste. <laughs> <laughs> because there was a lot to choose from in your store. I've been right now doing a lot of the custom for engagement rings and the special pieces that they have a, a ring from the grandmother that they like to use the stone, uh-huh. but they need a new design. So I have this whole movement with the customer, how, what are you thinking about? And they do the special piece for them using the grandmother stone. I'm doing a, a special ring for a guy. He came to the store and said, wow, I, I'm not here for two years. So I need something new. And the, he is also a jeweler, but he, he doesn't work as a jeweler. But he said, I need something from you again. And that I thought was so interesting and nice from him to ask me to develop his idea of design that we combined one of my pieces with the mixing different pieces of mine. He said, oh, I would like these, these studies on the top, the ring that is done. And we had a conversation for an hour and it was so nice, and I mean, very exciting about to do the, the piece for him. This is what you needed to do. And yeah. you had encouragement as, you know, growing up in Brazil from your family, and that coupled with the creativity, of course you're going to succeed. It's a wonderful combination. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I feel very happy where I am now. Um, I don't think I would like to be a big company. It's mm-hmm. not my thing. But I really like what I do and the, the connection with the customers and the, the, how they appreciate uh, the work. And like you tell me that you really like the bracelets and the movement, the bracelets. So that's for me, it's like... A, Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Not that it's the same as getting paid for it, but it's a different, it's yeah. a different level. It's, to, it, it's, a, it's a great validation. It's Studio Duarte, S-T-U-D-I-O-D-U-A-R-T-E. And it's at 84 East 7th Street in New York City's East Village. And Christina's email address for the studio is www.studioduarte.com. Christina, it was a pleasure to meet and get to know you and your enthusiasm is contagious. And it's so wonderful that you're good, you're able to do what you love to do. You're living your own dream. Oh, thank you. And the next time you go to the store, I have to be there. That's a deal. 
Absolutely. Okay. That sounds like a plan. Terrific. Great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having a conversation with me and much more continued joy and success in your life. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Join us for another edition of Conversations with Creative Women. I'm Sandy Klein. <laughs>